Hi, I'm Gavin Giovanoni, and I'm doing this MSLP podcast to float uh, an idea past you. Um, the reason why I'm doing it is because of the incredible amount of media coverage uh, over OpenAI, uh, having fired Sam Altman as CEO, and now rehiring him uh, as a uh, as the CEO again, but this time with a new board. And reading between the lines, it seems like there was a boardroom battle between the so-called AI boomers and the AI doomers. These are terms that have been used in a recent article in The Economist around uh, uh, this particular conflict in the boardroom. Um, doomers are those people who believe that if left unchecked, AI poses an existential, existential risk to humanity. And they want very strict regulations, whereas the boomers, uh, fear, uh, they play down the fears of AI and think that it's going to be a real uh, change, step change in, in, in how we uh, as, a, as a society deal with technology. And it's going to actually turbocharge progress and improve efficiencies and everything. And I think this debate is not a trivial issue. You know, when I previously floated the idea of using AI uh, on, on MSLFI, I got a lot of pushback, and I'd urge you to read um, my previous um, newsletter on has AI come of age, uh, and read the the comments around that. Uh, despite the pushback, I'm a I, I am an AI boomer. I'm a, a technophile, and I actually think that AI is going to take um, the practice of medicine to the next level, and I think it's going to completely revolutionise how people with MS are managed and how they interact with the healthcare profession. Uh, and I really would like to create a, a platform called Chat GPT for MS. Uh, let's call it MS GPT. So GPT stands for Generative Pre-trained Transformer. It's these large language models. <clears throat> um, and uh, the MS one won't be like the Chat GTPT uh, in the sense that it uh, will be restricted in terms of how we teach it. It will be restricted to you know peer-reviewed publications and and you know websites and information spaces that are of reliable information. And I think it's important for medical related ones to try and keep out the quackery and the, uh, the dogma that's, that's not real and the conspiracy theories that underlie some of the dogmas. Um, I actually you know, think this should be run um, not as a standalone thing. I think we should incorporate it into what our current technology platforms. So, in other words, maybe that we could create a MS a GPT to, you know, be embedded into WhatsApp or into a Facebook Messenger, or there could be a bespoke app, but it's some somewhere that people with multiple sclerosis are already there and using, and you could have a text chat or a voice chat or even send photographs to MSGPT and it can send messages back to you in response to your questions. And I think it should be like a MS guide. It should exist uh, virtually in this artificial intelligence universe uh, and begin to learn and anticipate what your needs are. Maybe it could even ask you questions. Um, so it's difficult for me to get this concept across. So I would urge you to uh, read the uh, newsletter, um, maybe respond to some of the concepts, whether you think this is feasible. And I personally would love to get uh, funding and, you know, some 
technology people behind this, and I have a, a good group of friends who I think are ideal for for creating a, um, MSGPT, or at least a prototype, um, and we could test it out and see if it works. Yeah, and, you know, I actually think the platform could only, not only help give you personalized information from being well educated on the, and it'll probably it probably be able to curate information much better than a MS neurologist can do it because it will have so much more to learn from than we could learn. But it could also anticipate things and it could monitor you using the uh, the chat you have with it uh, to see if your disease is stable, getting worse or improving. Uh, it could actually anticipate problems, remind you um, of what you can do to self-manage yourself. It could produce summary documents from the chat you're having to, so you can take it to your neurologist or your healthcare professional when you see them for your, for your six monthly or annual review. Um, you know, that means that it could actually enhance your MS management and it could also help you self-monitor your disease. And I think it needs to go beyond MS. It also needs to go into general health and lifestyle stuff. It could nudge you, uh, if, you know, if you give it permission to track your steps by using one of your health apps, it could actually nudge you when you're not exercising enough or give you advice on how to improve your, your exercise capacity, etc. Anyway, read it and come back to me and see if you, you think it's a good idea. And if you think this is uh, uh, something that's worth doing, uh, you know, maybe we could apply for grants and uh, try and get funding behind it. I know that some of you are going <laughs> to tell me this is science fiction and it's uh, not worth doing, but... I personally think it's going to happen anyway, regardless of whether we do this, somebody else will do it because it's obvious this is going to happen in medicine. Um, yeah, and, it's, and it's kind of happening already. You know, I probably do about a 30% of my searches now using ChatGPT. Uh, and the type of searches I do, they're very different to the type of searches I would do on, say, a, a, a typical Google search or on Google Maps or in Amazon, whatever. You know, you're kind of now doing your searches across different platforms and the kind of deep searches on one data chat GPT are very different. And I see the same thing happening in the medical space and MS space. <clears throat> I complete the thing or I complete this particular newsletter discussing innovation and discussing an innovation challenge that I've been involved in. So Roche Genentech, the company asked me to join a, a steering committee running an innovation challenge where we are going to assess grant applications to um, fund research or innovations that are going to improve the detection of disease worsening in people with multiple sclerosis, mainly so we can intervene early in terms of managing it. And also, you know, can we develop new technologies for monitoring and prediction of the impact of the disease on people's lives, including disability, disability tra trajectories. So if you know anyone with an innovative idea that needs funding, please forward them the this MSLFE email. <clears throat> Uh, and encourage them to apply. And I have put the link to the website uh, in the newsletter so they can go straight there for advice and uh, details about the innovation challenge. Anyway, enjoy and leave a comment if you can, and I will speak to you later on in the week.